Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Just remember this, folks. Just remember this stuff so you're armed with the intelligence you need to try to save a few lives out there. We live in a country... And this is just one small example, folks, where we brought over these Nazi scientists under Operation Paperclip in part to train the most powerful chemist at the CIA to use mind control techniques. And he was allowed to torture and kill people. Okay, I mean, that's just one tiny thing in our history and you say to yourself well our government wouldn't give us vaccines that would kill us they were torturing and killing people trained by the very nazis that they claimed that they were going to take down for torturing and killing people i mean you live in a country right now where we have audio evidence documents commissioned by the Department of Defense and the U.S. Army to develop this Cyborg Soldier 2050 project uh, in partnership with the DARPA Brain Initiative, in which the authors of this paper go on a podcast and talk about how they need to manipulate and brainwash the public into getting on board with this transhumanist future which is the engineering of humanity out of existence. This is the country we live in. So for people who don't believe that our government would jab them up with some death juice or something that's going to connect them up to the Internet of Bodies, eventually the Internet of Everything, I I mean, how could you even believe that? The evidence is out there that our government does this. They don't even hide it, folks. And then we fund all the supposed private sector companies and the universities that are studying this stuff, developing it on behalf of the government. And then they let people like Dr. Charles Morgan III, a 10-year intelligence agent at the CIA, who's now a professor at University of New Haven and Yale working under government grants, developing technologies to kill people, diseases they could spread around to DNA target and kill people, injecting stem cells into people that are triggered via a sound wave to kill them. I mean, and you don't believe that our government would uh, give people a jab that would do something horrible to them? I mean, you've got to be out of your mind. You're the conspiracy theorist if you believe that our government wouldn't do this, that the private sector partners wouldn't do this. 
we've done horrible things. We are still doing horrible things that are admitted to right out in the open. So just remember that when you are talking to people, you are in the right. You are armed with the facts. And this is just the stuff that the government admits to. The international governing bodies, these think tanks like World Economic Forum, they trot out Yuval Noah Harari to say that people have no soul, they have no spirit, they have no free will, they are hackable animals, uh, they are going to be useless humans, we will drug them and give them video games to keep them quiet. I mean, they go out and say this stuff. So anyone you're talking to who doesn't believe you or they push back, just let them let them do what they're going to do. Let them get the 15th booster. I mean, maybe at the end of the day, these guys are uh, going to cull society. They Maybe we got lucky. They decided we're the smart ones. The ones who don't get it get to live, folks. This is natural selection. I don't know. It's crazy. But uh, any of these people that you talk to, that just can't understand this, don't waste your time. But the ones who you think you can wake up, try to work on them. I mean, who knows what they're going to roll out next, folks. All right, I want to show you something uh, that a friend over at pain.tv slash gold sent to me. And I'm going to put this in here because I'm not going to have a place to insert this in the upcoming few segments so uh, or the upcoming few episodes. So I want to get this in here now folks they had sent me over a video that had uh, come from ntt research so i quickly just did a little bit of research on uh, ntt and i'll show you that momentarily but you can go over to uh, vimeo.com look up ntt research and there's all sorts of videos now i am not going to have a lot of time in the next couple of weeks to go through this but i just want to put this on your radar because there may be a wealth of technocratic transhumanist stuff going on on this vimeo page uh, let me show you the video that they specifically sent to me because we have talked about mind twinning, uh, digital twins here. We showed you some World Economic Forum panel discussion stuff where they talked about the metaverse and they talked about industrial metaverse where they were talking about virtual reality and augmented reality glasses being used in healthcare. They talked about how everything in the industrial metaverse is going to have a digital twin. Everything in the physical world will be copied into the digital world. So thank you very much to the person who sent this to me. Let me uh, play it for you folks. Okay, so they got a guy with long hair and a beard. He kind of looks like Keanu Reeves in uh, in uh, what was the the latest Matrix movie, folks. And so he's jogging down a pier right now. And then up on the screen, it pops up with a little blinking thing as he's standing there in the sunrise. It says, "System alert! Uh, call Robert." Today's modern medicine is a triumph of technology. Yet most of the digital wizardry tells only two things, what's happening and what happened. Now imagine a world where we could predict what will happen. Okay, so this Keanu Reeves looking guy runs into his futuristic house and he sits down and he's uh, on 
the computer talking to what looks like a doctor. It'll happen. The system is showing us something interesting in your cardiac profile. We'd like to run some tests. Okay. Is it anything I should be worried about? Or? No, no, no. It's not, nothing bad. We just want, I just want to take a look at a couple of things. NTT Research is working on technology that looks into the future to predict and treat heart ailments before they occur. Okay, so now you're looking at a, sort of a B-roll of a 3D model of being inside of like an artery and there's blood platelets and stuff. So uh, l- let me just let this play through for you. But basically the idea is that this guy is obviously wearing some sort of a monitor. He has some sort of internal device. And so he gets an alert while he's jogging that uh, he's got to call the hospital. So he runs home, jumps on his computer, and he's talking to his doctor immediately who wants to bring him in for some tests is working on technology that looks into the future to predict and treat heart ailments before they occur we call this the cardiovascular biodigital twin Okay, so now that same doctor is standing uh, in front of like a piece of plexiglass. It looks like Tony Stark in Iron Man where he's got these 3D models of a heart, like like a projection, like a hologram almost, and he's kind of spinning it around and looking at it. All right, let's continue. We call this the cardiovascular biodigital twin. The cardiovascular biodigital twin. Digital twin, digital twin, digital twin. All right, let's continue. This is not science fiction. It's a powerful virtual representation of a patient's physiology. New technologies and new discoveries must be made to fulfill our vision. Okay, so while this is going on, folks, and they're talking about having a digital twin of you, remember, the fourth industrial revolution is the merger of the physical, digital, and biological worlds, okay? So inside your body, the physical world we live in, and then inside of this digital metaverse. And so what they're saying is they're going to create a digital twin of you that monitors your health. And while they're talking... They are showing these blood platelets flying down the artery, but then there's these creepy little green, uh, what look like uh, bugs, robotic bugs with uh, satellites on them inside your bloodstream. So it's like robots in the bloodstream. Remember, tie this back to episodes one through three, Ray Kurzweil, chief engineer at Google, talked openly about for many years he's talked about this the ability to put these nanobots inside our body that can repair our body uh and and that's how they're going to make their biological bodies younger again so now we're looking at it through this company ntt research let's continue new technologies and new discoveries must be made to fulfill our vision New generations of smart sensors, advanced nanotechnology. Okay, so then inside this artery now, they have these sensors uh, that are basically like installed on the side of your artery, and then these little uh, satellite robots, they're like spiders with an upside-down umbrella on them. They look like something out of the movie The Matrix, are now clinging to the inside walls of the artery and then touching base with these sensors. They're about the size of, it looks like a quarter, you know, glued to the inside of your artery. And then these little um, robots fly down and scan them. New generations of smart sensors, advanced nanotechnologies, 
microactuators. Together, they'll create virtual representations of cardiovascular systems to your cellular level. Ultimate right, so now it also shows the umbrella, you know, putting out a like a spike uh, that goes and sticks into your artery. I don't know if they're administering uh, drugs into you or whatever. Let me let me just back this up for a second because now you've got the Keanu Reeves guy sitting, uh, standing in like the doctor's office in front of the Iron Man screen with the hologram projections. And listen to the voice because the guy is talking about how they're basically going to create an entire digital twin of you inside of this cyber world. Microactuators. Together, they'll create virtual representations of cardiovascular systems to your cellular level. Ultimately, these breakthroughs will not only predict and assess cardiovascular disease, but treat it. This is our first step towards... Okay, so now they have like what's the equivalent of like a stint, right? Like the mesh that'll go inside an artery and help open it up. But they're making it look like the robots are inside your body deploying everything in real time. Let's continue. But treat it. This is our first step towards achieving a fully realized biodigital twin. We a fully realized bio-digital twin. So now they're showing basically a 3D model of a guy in sort of a hologram form that's um, like a digital twin of a human. Bio-digital twin. We foresee a future where we predict and treat disease in the virtual world before it appears in the real one. You're well ahead of this. Right, so now the idea is they're going to identify this stuff in the digital world before inside your digital twin body. Do you understand that? So it's a 3D digital twin of you. They're going to identify these problems before they exist and treat them with their little robots inside of your body uh, before they become a problem. And so the doctor now smiles and he says, oh, we're way ahead of this, man. Hold on, let's get to virtual world before it appears in the real one. You're well ahead of this. You're going to be fine. And that's a worthwhile upgrade to reality. So the, the slogan is NTT Research Upgrade Reality. Folks, I know that was, frankly, mind-blowing. Absorb that for a moment. When we come back, let me just show you a little bit on NTT Research, and then we're going to jump right back into Sidney Gottlieb, Stephen Kinzer, and MK Ultra. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. All right, so this is quite interesting, to be honest. I mean, this is a rabbit hole that I am not really prepared to uh, go down. But, uh, I mean, I, I just don't want to go down it today, folks, because it's a lot of information but i want to show you uh just briefly 
Just a quick little uh, poke I did on NTT Research, and maybe some of you want to go down this rabbit hole and send me uh, some information. So if you go to ntt-research.com, this is the website, it says world-class scientists, world-class facility. We've assembled a dream team of experts in their fields to work in three labs at our new facility in Silicon Valley. And then you can learn more about their labs. And then it says here with Moore's Law reaching its limits, unsustainable energy consumption, privacy concerns on a global scale, and the skyrocketing cost of medical care for aging populations, NTT research arises at the right time in the right place. And so it goes on down here to say uh, they're on a mission to upgrade reality in game-changing ways that improves lives and brightens our global future. And they're doing this, folks. They're building digital twins of people to fight illnesses inside their body with nanoparticles, robots, and sensors because they love you. It has nothing to do with transhumanism, the merger of man and machine. No, not at all. They're just putting robots inside your body because they love you and they want to cure you and help you live forever. Because that's what these creeps in the technocratic transhumanist movement are always about. It's about love, folks. And so if you go over to Wikipedia and you look up NTT Research, that is the Nippon Telegraph and Telephone. The Nippon Telegraph and Telephone Corporation, commonly known as NTT, is a Japanese telecommunications company headquartered in Tokyo, Japan. Ranked 55th in Fortune Global 500, NTT is the fourth largest telecommunications company in the world in terms of revenue, as well as the third largest publicly traded company in Japan after Toyota and Sony as of June 2022. The company is incorporated pursuant to the NTT law, law concerning Nippon Telegraph and Telephone Corporation. The purpose of the company defined by the law is to own all the shares issued by Nippon Telegraph and Telephone East Corporation, NTT East, and Nippon Telegraph and Telephone West Corporation, NTT West, and to ensure proper and stable provision of telecommunication services all over Japan, including remote rural areas by these companies, as well as to conduct research relating to telecommunications technologies that will from the foundation that will form the foundation. Uh, for telecommunications. And so it's a Japanese company. Again, I'm not going to go into uh, great detail on this, folks, uh, but that was a very interesting video. As I said, you can go over to Vimeo and check out all of the other videos that they have posted on this transhumanist technology they're working on. One more piece here on the history in case you're poking around, it says, established as a state monopoly in August 1952 to take over the Japanese telecommunication system operated by AT&T during the occupation of Japan. All right, it says uh, Nippon Telegraph and Telephone Public Corporation was privatized in 1985 to encourage competition in the country's telecom market. In 1987, NTT made the largest stock offering to date at uh, $36.8 billion. So if you want to poke around here, I suggest 
you do that, folks. I will eventually get back to it, but uh, I'm going to have to look into who's behind it, who's funding it, what U.S. partners are involved with this, its involvement in the World Economic Forum, how it fits into the whole Fourth Industrial Revolution agenda. But clearly, they are promoting and working on merger of man and machine and the creation of digital twins which all plays into the merger of the physical biological and digital worlds all right one other thing i want to bring up here quick uh, because we're talking about Sidney gottlieb the chemist who ran the mk ultra program from the early 1950s through somewhere between the early 60s or early 70s which is uh, unclear, but I have found pretty solid research that it went on to at least 1973. But as you know, I make the case that it never actually ended. It just got rebranded as the DARPA Brain Initiative. It got rebranded as Cyborg Soldier 2050. It got rebranded as some of the new psychedelic programs that we are running today. But someone had pointed this out to me on pain.tv slash gold. And I just want to let you know, I did a little bit of research. Uh, Also, someone sent me a clip of uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, not on the Thomas uh, Paine podcast, which he's been on, uh, I think, once or at least once, maybe twice. Um, But he was on another podcast. I'm not going to play that clip. But in the end, he's talking about how... When Trump was first uh, elected, so it was the office of the uh, transition, basically, he got called up to Trump Tower, Robert Kennedy, and Trump wanted to bring him on board to work on uh, vaccines. And so Robert Kennedy was going to do that. He went out and did a press conference on behalf of Trump and talked about how they were going to open up all of this vaccine data that the government under Fauci had kept secret for quite a while. And so then eventually Trump got a $1 million donation from Pfizer. And then um, the whole operation with Kennedy was shut down. And the next thing you know, Scott Gottlieb gets put in as the uh, head of the FDA. And so some people had pointed out to me and said, any connection to Sidney Gottlieb? And then I did a little bit of research, and people have posted that on Facebook over the years, but with no proof and no evidence whatsoever. So just so you know, um, Scott Gottlieb, born in 1972, is an American physician and investor who served as the 23rd commissioner of the FDA the Food and Drug Administration, from May 27 to April 2019. He is presently a senior fellow at the conservative think tank, the American Enterprise Institute, a partner at the venture capital firm New Enterprise Associates, and a member of the board of directors of drug maker Pfizer, a member of the board of directors of Illumina Inc., a contributor to the cable financial news network CNBC, and a frequent guest on the CBS News program Face the Nation. An elected member of the National Academy of Medicine, Gottlieb is the author of the New York Times best-selling book, Uncontrolled Spread on the COVID-19 Pandemic and the National Security Vulnerabilities that it revealed. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, again, I poked around quickly to see if I could verify any connection to Sidney Gottlieb. Now, Sidney Gottlieb was born in 1918. He died in 1999. And in his obituary, it said that he had four kids, two girls and two boys. 
All right. So Scott Gottlieb, the FDA guy here that Trump put into place with connections, uh, sits on the board of Pfizer. Scott Gottlieb's father is Stanley, Dr. Stanley Gottlieb, uh, who I believe is 83 years old today, born in 1939. And so Stanley was not the son of Sidney Gottlieb based on Sidney's um, obituary and who his children were. So as of right now, I could find no direct connection. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I mean, it could be his great uncle or something like that. But um, Sidney had, so Stanley, uh, Scott's father, I can't find connected into Sydney. Now, Sydney had a brother, I believe, named David Gottlieb, who was some kind of credited biologist who discovered a few different things in the science community. And so uh, Stan, uh, David wasn't famous enough to have any bio written on him. So I can't find out if he had any kids. But if he had any kids and one was Stanley, then maybe Scott Gottlieb's dad is the son of Sydney's brother. I mean, when you go look up at the Gottliebs, there's all these Gottliebs in uh, science and engineering and all this Frankenstein technology out there. So I wouldn't doubt there's some connection. Does it really matter? I don't think so, folks. I mean, I could spend, you know, probably 10 hours and looking on Ancestry.com and everything else and be able to piece all this together. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, so what? If this Scott Gottlieb's great uncle or something was Sidney Gottlieb, I mean, I guess it would be cool that we could say that. But at the end of the day, I mean, does it really help advance, you know, what we're working on over here? So if you guys want to poke around, feel free to do so with the information I just provided to you. All right. So we got Soros out of the way i really needed to show you that the mentality of someone who grew up helping uh, point out jews confiscate property and uh, basically how he's a psychopath and then i connect that over to this has to be the same mentality of someone like sydney gottlieb and then you have bill gates i wanted to point that out based on the personal story i had of a 13 year old who now has this rare disease that could develop into myocarditis. And then we got into the digital twins from NTT Research, which I think is important because uh, it opens up a whole new area of research for us and for you guys if you want to start to go down that road. All right, now we are going to continue back here with the NPR podcast featuring journalist Stephen Kinzer, who is known as the foremost expert on MKUltra. That's pretty much how he's branded. He is the official narrative on MKUltra. So as you know, with the last episode, we reviewed this. I think it was episode 54. I had to keep calling out Kinzer for running cover for the CIA and for the state basically kind of pinning the whole mk ultra mind control program on sydney gottlieb now do i believe sydney gottlieb was an evil horrible person oh yeah definitely but he was answering remember to richard helms who later became the cia director and to alan dulles who was the cia director at the time so sydney gottlieb had a license to kill to murder to torture 
on behalf of the government and was trained by the very Nazis and Japanese torturers that we were supposedly putting out of business, but actually brought back here to train people like Sidney Gottlieb and to run programs and departments on behalf of the United States government. And then you ask yourself, how the hell we're doing Cyborg Soldier? How are we doing DARPA Brain Initiative? How are we funding all these private sector, you know, Neuralink brain chip companies and stuff like that? Well, I mean, how are we doing it? We brought the very people that we claim to be taking down, the very Frankenstein doctors that we claim to be... Um, that we claim to be wiping off the face of the earth. No, we just gobbled them up and we absorbed them into our network. Consolidation and monopolization of Frankenstein technology. All right, folks, when we get back, we jump right into that podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 